0: Susan is a single mom with two beautiful daughters, Zoe, five, and Amelia, three. She is rolling the dice and going without health care insurance, praying every day she and her girls are kept safe. She simply can't afford a monthly premium of $875 a month with an $8,000 deductible, and she doesn't qualify for Medicaid. One incident requiring an ER visit with an extended stay in a hospital could easily result in a $10,000 to $15,000 bill, leaving her forced to file for bankruptcy, or worse, not being able to get the care she needs. Why should any family be faced with this scenario? Yet this is the reality many families face. Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 19, No Healthcare Insurance, What Are Your Options? In 2021, roughly 30 million people did not have health insurance in the U.S. This number includes all age groups, but non-elderly adults have the highest uninsured rate. 2022 data is still being calculated, but I believe that number will likely reach 42 million based on articles I have read. Today, we will talk about, one, why do people go uninsured? Two, what are the risks you take if you don't have health care insurance? Three, options to consider if you are uninsured. Let's get started. Why do people go without health insurance? About half of U.S. adults say they have difficulty affording health care costs. About 4 in 10 U.S. adults say they have delayed or gone without medical care in the last year due to cost, with dental services being the most common type of care adults report putting off. There's a substantial number of adults, 65 or older, who report difficulty paying for various aspects of health care, especially services not generally covered by Medicare, such as hearing services, dental, and prescription drug costs. Even if they wanted to seek care, the sad fact is a lot of dental providers don't take commercial insurance or Medicare, stating they are often underpaid or have to deal with the hassle of unpaid or disputed claims with the health insurance companies. This makes it administratively burdensome and not worth it to take insurance, forcing many dental providers to go out of network. This puts seniors in a position to pay higher costs for dental care. The cost of health care often prevents people from getting needed care or filling prescriptions. About a quarter of adults say they have a family member in their household who has not filled a prescription or cut their pills in half to last longer or skip doses of medication in the last year because of the cost. They simply cannot meet their monthly household bills and the ever-increasing health care expenses, and they have to choose between paying an electric bill or purchasing their blood pressure medication. There are those who are covered by health insurance, and they are not immune to the burden of health care cost. About one-third of insured adults say they worry about affording their monthly health insurance premium and 44% worry about affording their deductible before their health insurance kicks in. On average for 2023 for individual health insurance for 40-year-olds say on a silver plan is $560, a 4% increase from the 2022 plan year. One of the primary factors in individual health insurance costs is your location, as prices will vary depending on the state and county in which you live. Here are just a couple of examples of states that had increases in 2023. North Carolina showed an 18.9% increase, New York a 38.54% increase, and South Dakota had a 41.40% increase. I will add a link in the show notes to this article so you can view where your state lands in terms of increase or decrease in healthcare cost. Healthcare debt is a burden for large for a large number of Americans. About four in ten adults report having debt due to medical or dental bills, including debts owed to credit cards, collection agencies, family and friends, banks, and other lenders to pay for their healthcare cost. With dis- disproportionate shares of Black and Hispanic adults. Women, parents, those with low incomes, and uninsured adults saying they have health care debt. Affording affording gasoline and transportation costs is now a top worry for Americans, followed by unexpected medical bills. While worry over gasoline and transportation costs has risen significantly since 2020, many adults still say they are worried about affording medical costs such as unexpected bills, deductibles, and long-term care services for themselves or a family member. The bottom line is this. When a family is sitting at the table paying monthly bills and making hard decisions of should I pay for my son's soccer dues and uniforms, or do I call the electric company to see if I can make payments on my electric bill, or do I pay for health care? This is the unfortunate unfortunate reality many families face and why all too often they go without health insurance. What are the risks you take if you don't have health insurance? Well, one, you may have higher charges for the same services. Without health insurance, you may get charged much more for the care that would otherwise be covered by your plan. This is because no one, usually the insurance company, will be subsidizing your cost of care. As a result, you may have to pay higher charges for the same services. You will have to pay for everything out of pocket, and if you cannot can't afford the cost of care, the hospital or medical practice could take legal action against you. Now, not to be all doom and gloom, as I believe there are many medical practices that understand the struggle patients are having and may offer a payment plan or percentage discount if you are choosing to self-pay. More on this in Episode 11, Pricing Your Procedure and Tips for Reducing Medical Cost. Another risk is medical debt. Since you might be charged out-of-pocket full price for any health care you receive while not having insurance, you may find that you're quickly drowning in medical bills. Medical debt can become quickly overwhelming for many individuals and affect other aspects of their finances. Carrying extra debt could make it harder for you to apply for student loan, a mortgage, or a car loan. State tax penalties. While the individual mandate was repealed and no longer applies from... 2019 on at the federal level there are states with their own health insurance penalties if you don't have insurance you could end up paying a penalty as of this recording the following states still apply a penalty massachusetts new jersey vermont california rhode island and district of columbia washington dc i will add a link to the reason why these states still mandate this mandate this penalty in the show notes Another risk is postponing or neglecting health care. Because you may not be able to afford medical care, you may end up postponing necessary doctor's visits. This could include visits to the dentist, the eye doctor, or the primary care doctor. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation report, 3 in 10 uninsured adults went without medical care they needed due to the high cost of uninsured health care. By hesitating to put your health first, run the risk of health issues becoming worse over time. Inability to afford medication. Because of the rising prescription drug prices due to the unregulated pharmaceutical industry in the U.S., many prescription drugs are incredibly expensive, especially without a health insurance plan to help out. As such, some people without health insurance forego medications they need to manage acute and chronic medical issues, often leading to worsening conditions and higher long-term medical costs. Now, if that isn't all depressing, here's the good news. There are many healthcare disruptors on the horizon. Healthcare disruptors are defined as people and/or technology creating options for you to access care more affordably and efficiently. Examples of this could be Walmart supercenters delivering primary care, behavioral health, and dental services. The big box retailer opened health clinics in Georgia, Illinois, Arkansas, Florida, and Texas. As of this recording, they have 24 health supercenters operating and plans to have 4,000 clinics by 2029. The clinics charge a flat fee for services regardless of insurance. Sometimes that price is below what a patient's copay amount would be if they had insurance. The clinics offer on-site services such as lab testing, behavioral health, wellness, and eye care. They can also make referrals for specialist care but may offer some specialty services in the future. There are many other companies and individuals providing options for access to affordable care. I cover this in detail at Episode 3 Healthcare Disruptors Changing How You Access and Afford Healthcare Needs. Now, options to consider if you are uninsured. One, the Affordable Care Act created the Health Insurance Marketplace or Exchange where you can shop for and enroll in private health insurance coverage most marketplace consumers are eligible for help paying the cost of their marketplace plan. Depending upon their household income, marketplace consumers may be eligible for premium tax credits to help pay the cost of their monthly premiums and cost-sharing reductions to help pay for healthcare costs. Under the the Affordable Care Act, individuals with household incomes between 100% and 400% of the federal poverty level may be eligible for those premium tax credits another option is catastrophic coverage through the marketplace catastrophic health insurance plans generally have low monthly premiums and high deductibles only consumers who are under the age of 30 or who are of any age with a hardship exemption or an affordability exemption are eligible to purchase these plans if you qualify you can do so through the marketplace Again, those monthly premiums are usually low, but consumers are not eligible for any subsidies with the catastrophic coverage. Like other plans, the catastrophic plans cover certain preventative services at no cost, and they also cover at least three primary care visits per year before consumers meet their deductible. Another option is Medicaid and the Children's Health Insurance Program, also known as CHIP. Medicaid and CHIP provide free or low-cost health coverage to millions of Americans, including low-income adults, families, and children, pregnant women, older adults, and people with disabilities. Now, the federal and state governments run both programs jointly, and the eligibility requirements and the covered benefits are typically going to be mandated uh, by the state. So make sure you check the Medicaid options that may be available to you on your state website. CHIP is a joint federal and state program that provides health coverage to uninsured uninsured children and families with incomes that are too high to qualify for Medicaid, but too low to afford private coverage. States have the flexibility to adopt their own coverage standards, but they must adhere to these conditions. One, a child must be under 19 years of age. They must be a U.S. citizen or have satisfactory immigration status, a resident of the state, and eligible within the state's CHIP income range based on family income and any other state-specified rules, such as requiring a period of uninsurance up to 90 days in the CHIP state plan. States also have the option to provide coverage such as prenatal delivery and postpartum care to uninsured targeted low-income pregnant women under the CHIP state plan. So again, it's always Wise to go to your state website and check out the resources or call the um, the help number to make sure that you understand what may be available to you. Other options to consider. You can contact your state or local service social services agencies to find out if you qualify for any health care programs in your area. I will make sure and put a link to this in the show notes and other options I am mentioning. You can also consider community clinics, which offer free or low-cost medical services, including prenatal care. Again, I'll add a link that allows you to search by zip code to find that community clinic near you. You can also contact research institutes like the National Cancer Institute or the National Institute of Health. They often list clinical trials seeking participants for research on medical conditions. You can find out how you may be able to lower the cost of your prescription drugs and medical devices. All these resources are on the usa.gov, and again, I'll throw in a link in the show notes for you. There are additional support programs that help uninsured patients who cannot afford to pay their medical bills and do not qualify for government aid. The Patient Services Department of your provider's office or hospital can help you find out if you're eligible. Reach out to that department before your medical service and explain your situation. If you do not qualify, the provider's office or hospital may offer you a payment plan. You can also learn about dental coverage options for people with limited incomes. This could be from your local and state health programs, government insurance plans, dental schools, and dental clinical trials. You may also qualify for financial assistance programs to help with eye exams, surgery, prescriptions, or glasses. And again, not to emphasize so much on the link, but I actually went to the USA.gov and looked at all of these resources and was amazed at how easy it was to simply put in a zip code and find um, these options that are were available. So make sure, again, you click on those links and check it out. And finally, as a reminder, if you are uninsured or underinsured, underinsured and must seek emergency medical treatment, The Affordable Care Act did pass the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act that guarantees that you can get an emergency medical evaluation even if you cannot pay. Hospitals that get Medicare funding and provide emergency services must evaluate anyone who requests treatment. If your exam confirms that you have an emergency, including labor, they must stabilize you. We all struggle and with inflation and the cost increases, just buying food at the grocery store can be challenging. So knowing your options is essential. If you are in a position where you are having to go without health insurance, it is important to know your options and make sure you leverage these key resources discussed. In our next episode, we will look in depth at another alternative option for healthcare called the direct primary care model. It is not dependent on health insurance and offers alternatives and in some cases, more affordable options for consumers. We will look at who it is good for and who it is not. Until next time, get savvy.